What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Lead Fast Podcast. My name is Daniel. I'm joined with Tommy. And uh, you may notice something uh, very obvious. We're in a different location. Right now, we are downtown Nashville on Broadway. Um, and so you'll hear a lot of uh, probably country music in the background. I can already hear it uh, a little bit now. And uh, more that's, on, that's our intro music. Yeah, that is our, that's our new intro music. Uh, more importantly, we are here with uh, a very special guest, uh, Travis Austin. And we're in a shop. Uh, this is... Soon to be. Soon to be Soon shot, to be yeah. Shot. So that's the other thing. You'll hear other noise. You'll hear some construction uh, because this is moving day, right? Is that right? Yeah, this is uh, moving day three or four. We'll be open in about 30 hours. 30 hours. Yeah. Let's start the count. No. <laughs> right so now, go. We talked about this right before uh, we, we went live, but Travis does look way cooler than all of us. So let's yeah, just get the you, elephant out of Your podcast voice is just unparalleled. No, it's just the mic. I it promise. Really, it really is the mic. He doesn't <laughs> sound like that. He actually is a soprano when yeah, you get him away from real. the mic. Yeah. It's weird. It drops down a couple of cents. Well, uh, Tommy, you know, <laughs> Travis, you, you have, uh, you guys have had a relationship for a little bit. Um, yeah. You, like you guys met, how long ago was it? Well, I mean, I've been a fan for a long time. So actually, uh, I'm just going to tell everybody out there right now to excuse the, I had to have a talk with Daniel. I was like, okay, so obviously I'm going to fanboy a little bit. So my energy level is going to be up here. He wouldn't even let me sit in the middle. He's like, no, I'm sitting <laughs> by him. That's <laughs> sad. Cause it's true. Um, but so anyways, but it was, so I've, I've been a huge like fan of Travis's work for a long time and, uh, like way back when, so the first time we met, I've been trying to come to his shop here in Nashville, which was, you know, located in another part of town. And, and we do a lot of stuff here and uh, we film up here all the time. We're here like once a month and for like four months solid. I've been trying to get into a shop and it just didn't work. It just whatever we had uh, somebody reschedule or something. So it ended up being more of like a pilgrimage than it, <laughs> than it was a shopping nice. experience. I mean, it's, it's not worth it unless it takes a little bit of effort. There you go. That's That's, true. It's hey. funny. So Tommy came into my shop what, like two months ago. Yeah. And a lot of like a lot of people like when they visit Nashville, like. I'm very appreciative and humble to be on the list for a lot of people, you know? Yeah. When they come here, there's a million things they want to do. You know, we have uh, done enough, I guess, in this space to be one of the things, right? So, I'm, but I'm in this mind space and head space when I'm in the shop all times where, like, I really don't really truly see you until, like, we start conversing. Yeah. But it's funny, I, I won't forget it now, that, especially now that we've built a, a friendship. I was behind the counter and then I say, I see somebody pull up, but I don't really notice like the car or anything. And then like, I just, I'm looking down at the ground working and I see the Jordans and then I, I slowly go up. I see like, okay, well-dressed person. And then I see the hair and then I look out and see the car. I'm like, Oh, Tommy alert. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we should pay attention. Like, maybe this is a cool guy. And then all you know, we have a conversation and we talk about the piece that we're going to do. And we talk about entrepreneurship and all this. And I'm just like completely enamored. Yeah, no, same, same, bro, same. So, like, here in the... It's just fucking beautiful. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I'll take it. If I look like this when I'm 40, I'm, I'm fucking happy. If I look like that can I, any point in my life, I'll be also, happy. Also, can I... Is it okay I'm just going to stand here right now. Okay, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, yeah. all right, sorry. Okay. Yeah, no, I man, it's... Uh, everybody, everybody understands that, like, you get what you get when you're online, right? Yeah. And so, um, we never ask anybody to be other than who they are. So, man, if you need to, yeah, it's gonna slip. Say it. No, yeah, that's okay. Whatever. So this is gonna be this is gonna be really raw, but I love it. We uh, we actually stopped in here what two days ago uh, just to pay a little visit, and um, that was the first time I I met uh, Travis. But I have to say, 
I've seen his stuff. I knew like it looked cool. I was like, this dude's got an eye for it. And it's one thing to be a designer. But then we started talking and it went past designer really quick and went into like entrepreneurial. Like th- that was just, it wasn't the like transitions you, instead. you weren't trying yeah. to sound like you, like you just, it, that is who you are. And I like, as I was walking down before we even got off the elevator, I was like, man, that, that blew my mind because it wasn't just like, okay, we said something catchy or he said something good. It was a whole next level. And so I was like, we could talk for hours. And so normally our podcast is yeah. what, 25, 30 minutes, 45 minutes. <laughs> what we'll probably end up doing is just talking and then breaking part this three, up in segments. Four, yeah, yeah, yeah. Five, you're going to, you're guys out there watching, you're going to get Travis this. Austin Customs, month of December <laughs> <Yeah>. on Lead Fast. <laughs> and maybe, so. maybe quarter four. Like, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, if it's good, it's good. And we try never to do that. Um, but man, thank you so much for like, oh, seriously extending a lot of grace towards us to get in. And like, you guys were like carrying things up the yeah, other night. Yeah, we were we in, in the middle of it. And I mean, we're, we're down to the wire. I mean, today's going to be a transformative day in this space and, and something we're really excited for. But you talk, you said it very briefly a second ago. Social media is social media. And I do my very best to be as transparent as possible. Everyone knows my ups. Everyone knows you know, some of my downs, mm-hmm. um, everyone knows the artist, the designer, the, the business leader, all that. And everyone knows my team. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, I try to be as transparent as I can as a father and a husband as well. But there are certain parts of the stories that, that people just, you know, you can't share that stuff on social media without <laughs> being incredibly annoying. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So it's things like this, which I'm, I'm very picky as, as to what, where I share and how I share. Um, where I'm unbelievably, you know, appreciative that we have this opportunity to talk through a lot of those things because not only does that allow people to get to know me, you know, a little bit better, but it, it provides a lot of guidance and, and coaching and, and all of those things for entrepreneurs that are maybe starting their journey or maybe trying to convince themselves to start the journey. Yeah, so good. Uh, I'm not only here to kick you in the ass to get you to start that journey, but I'm gonna, you know, try to do whatever I can to help guide people through that, you know, wave of minds, you know. Yeah, that's so cool. So let's talk about that then. Let's talk about so that people can get to know you a little better before we get it. Because like one of the things that struck me, man, is that like it's always fun for me when I meet artists. It's always fun for me when I meet artists with a business mind. But it's always fun with for me. It's the best when you get to get an artist that has a mind for business but has like some conventional wisdom, like things they are like, Oh, these are like you said earlier, NPR was my MBA. Like that's so good. Like that you can take that one statement and build an entire podcast episode off of like there, there is information online. You don't need a degree, like all those things. So, uh, so let's get back to like, how, how did Travis also, what were you doing first? Like, so, um, it's even prior to Travis Austin, what was the dream? So I was an athlete my entire life. Uh, my, my father was I would have guessed that looking at you yeah no no not now you see me ten, 10 years ago now though and and you'll you did it uh, my father was an athlete uh, division one athlete and and my entire not only goal but my identity as a as a child was was to be that um, I played baseball 362 days out of the year um, I woke up at 5 a.m all, all the way through high school and, and went to the gym before school and to so I didn't take batting practice and that was my whole life's work um i played in the team usa 18 under team um for a couple wow. of years Holy crap. Um, yeah we're, we're pulling back the onion folks let's, yeah. let's get in and it. i i thought that was gonna be my life i you know I, unfortunately um you know just some of the tools weren't there and i got hurt a couple times and I had to find a different path and unfortunately I, I picked the hardest path possible um 
after college, I just, I, I traveled around a lot. I was a bartender and my identity for a long time, uh, until honestly three years ago was uh, food and beverage. Um, I bartended all over the country. It's something that I, I competed in it. Um, I was a communications major in school. So I think my ability to communicate to every single different type of person was something that I really prided myself on. Um, and it was behind the bar where I found the most comfort and the most uh, effectiveness in, in my abilities to do that. So uh, ended up, I found myself in California in, in the, like the early 2010s. And uh, I was bartending and modeling and, and kind of just you know, doing my thing as a youthful 20, you know, 20 <laughs> something. And uh, eventually found my way into the world of, of fashion and design in a, in a real roundabout way. Um, but it was really, I, I, I say this all the time, whenever I have any sort of conversation with anybody, it is solely because of who my parents are um, and the, the level of greatness that, that they hold and, and just my admiration for them. They're really, truly great people. They raised three amazing kids. Um, we know how to treat people. We know how to earn trust. Also, yeah. We know how to hold trust. And it's because of those, those relationships and my ability to, to build trust within people that honestly led me to what I'm doing now. And it was solely that. Um, I shouldn't have, my, my very first jobs as a designer, I had no business doing. And I had no business working for those celebrities or you know, those DJs at all. I had no idea what, what, I was, what was it. What was the first thing? What were you doing? So because of my years modeling and bartending, I had great relationships in uh, nightlife. And I knew some people at Hot to Sound Nightclub Group. Um, if you're not familiar, Hot to, Hot to Sound is the largest nightclub group in the, in the world. Um, Hot to Sound in Vegas, Omnia, um, Omnia San Diego, Omnia Bali, Cabo. Um, <laughs> but they just opened a San Diego spot, and I was in San Diego at the time. And I just started making, it was, I think this was 2014, I just started making like dad caps and, and you know, t-shirts and flannels, but like not really doing it, like trying to like faking right. it and say I, saying I did it, you know, making dad caps and good saying, for the saying I was a designer. <laughs> yeah, for whatever the gram was back then. Yeah, yeah. But I was, I was learning, I was, I was feeling my way through it, you know. Um, I'll never forget Right around this time, it was Black Friday. I went and bought a camera. I bought a box of Crayola colored pencils and a Moleskine notebook, which I still have. And I named my company Layers, L-A-Y-R-S. And it's, it'll be tattooed in my hand forever. Um, I taught myself how to draw. I, I taught myself how to trace. I was never an artist in school. I was always an athlete. I taught myself how to order clothes, wholesale clothes. And I was kind of a designer. And, uh, but because I, this is what I was doing at that point in time, and I had built really great relationships and held on to those relationships uh, for a number of years at that point, um, Omnia Nightclub, they, they just opened up and, and they called me and they said, hey, I know you're making some clothes, you know, now uh, we have Jaws, who back in 2014, 2015, you know, wasn't who he is now, but now he's the, he's the like, you know, voted the greatest D American DJ, you know, for the past couple of years, he's a huge deal. Um, but he had just signed a residency with Hatasan and Omnia, and it was his first show. So Omnia wanted to make him some like gifts. So they called me and they're like, "Hey, do you want to make Jaws some one of one, some like custom pieces? We want to give them to him as a gift to kind of like stand out, um, you know, amongst the other clubs." 
So I said, yes, I, like, absolutely, I want to yeah, do that. Yeah, like, yes, yes, like, yes say answer. less, I'm in. <laughs> so I, I went to his merch site, and I bought a bunch of his merch, and then I ordered some wholesale stuff, and I cut and sewed, like, sleeves on, on shirts, and I made him a leather DJ bag that was just beautiful. Um, and I made him, I think, like, four or five pieces. And they turn out, you know, really well. I watched a lot of YouTube videos on, on how to do this. <laughs> I went to Joanne... Uh, Joanne Fabric sewing classes, and Bro. I taught myself how to sew with a bunch of old ladies, <laughs> and uh, and it worked. I they invited like I got to go. Uh, I just started dating Christina, my now wife at that point. Um, we got to I got to go on stage while he was performing and present him with all the pieces so they could take photos and everything. And it was at that very moment, like I can actually turn back the clock and pinpoint the exact moment where I knew that this is what I was supposed to do. Right, and it was that moment when I was on stage. Not because of the exhilaration of being on stage and being in front of a bunch of people, yeah. but is I pride myself on my business mind and I knew what I was very good at. And that's understanding how to build brands, understanding consumership and understand how to market. Um, and I could combine it with this thing that I just fallen in love with, which was clothing and fashion. Mm -hmm. So in that very second, I understood that I now have two or three different industries that I can mesh into one into my future. And that was it, it was off to the races. And because I, I executed Jaws, Omnia kept calling. And it was gorgeous, it was Seven Lions, and then it was Tiesto for his 40th birthday party. And I got to watch Tiesto put on my jacket Dang. during his birthday performance. And I, I cried, like in, of in, course. The, in the middle, of course in the middle cried. of this nightclub, in the middle of this booth with all my friends, I was bawling. Everybody smiling. Yeah. yeah. Just on cloud nine. Everybody's like, what trip is Travis on right now? It's not good. <laughs> it was the trip of just pure joy. Like, Man, I can't even imagine. I had, I had realized, little did I know the hell ride I was in for, right. which was entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. you know? Um, but I knew I knew I had found it. So I want to I want to time out because I want to back up to like something that just meant to me meant something to me in what you were saying because I I think there's like two people there that you talk to, but I, and so I don't want them to I don't want to go with your story and them listening not if they need this not get it right. And so there's I think there's a group I think there's, I think there's a 17 year old kid that needs to hear, hey your dream is about going to Joanne's, right? Like it's the doing yeah. what you can right now every day yeah. to get better to do whatever. But I love that, like the that those things led you to the moment where you. So there are there are also people that are 35, 40 years old who feel like they never found out what they wanted to be when they grew up. Mm -hmm. Like you know that yeah. don't know they they just haven't found that thing yet, and that thing may just be waiting on the other side of the humility to go take a sewing class with old women. Yeah, yeah. right. You know, like that's it's what as it easy did. As that. I mean, it's there's so much bullshit in our world today, and a lot of that comes from insecurities. And yeah, for sure. Another thing that I, another reason, a huge reason why I do what I do is I was born and maybe I was born with it. Maybe it was Maybelline. Um, maybe, <laughs> maybe my parents, I like, thought that so me too. That, oh, maybe me too. Glad you maybe my parents just instilled it in me. Yeah. I, I it, probably a little bit of both. Right. But I am unbelievably blessed to be a confident person. And I always have been. Yeah. I've always been kind of an alpha, you know, and I've always been very com supremely confident in who I am. You can tell by the way I look. Like, yeah, I look like I'm. I just got out of jail, but I like I know <laughs> I know exactly who I am, and I'm I'm proud of it. And I always have been. That's cool. And I also because of maybe because of my travels, because I've lived in so many different cities, because I I love conversing with different types of people. 
I know that 98% of this world is not the same. Like, it's not common for people to have that, that confidence within themselves or the ability to become it or go find yeah. it or, yeah, yeah. or how to be confident. So as a designer and as the leader of a fashion house, I have this innate ability and almost responsibility to instill that into others. Yeah, that's so good. And it was, it was that having that confidence allowed me to kind of uh, look past like maybe what people thought of me going to a jo- Joanne's you know, yeah, yeah, sewing yeah. class. Right. It was that that allowed me to do that. But whether it's you listening to this podcast or me going to other speaking engagements and talking directly to, to young kids or, or old kids, right, yeah. um, it's being able to look past that perception uh, of other people and other people's advantages of you and just do it. Especially if you're at a position where you're working a job where you're not happy, just fucking do it. Like, yeah, right, yeah. be terrified, be uncomfortable, be all of those things, which we're going to talk about tons today because being terrified is my number one moniker. Like that's I'm good. I'm terrified every day. <laughs> I'm terrified all the time. Yeah, and, and you should I'm be. I'm a little scared right now. I don't that, know why. That should, I mean, hey, that means you're in the right spot. No. Like if you're not terrified, you are doing something wrong. No, I agree. Sure. You're probably just yeah. miserable. Um, but allow yourself to be scared. And allow yourself to like be vulnerable to these things. And I promise you on the other side of that, like you'll find something great. Yeah, well, when did you... When did you realize you had this confidence? Because I'm a designer, not not with clothes, but like for graphic design, uh, so I can relate to that a little bit. And I didn't realize that till later on in my, in my I guess you call it career, because you start out you and then people's like, oh, he's he's doing this, and then yeah. you kind of like the feedback dies out, and then you're just like, am I doing this okay? You know? Yeah. And then once you get to a place where you're actually you go past where your peers are at, that's when people start pouring in some other stuff. And even then, when you start hearing that, you're like, okay, well, I got lucky on this, or I got lucky on that. Yeah. But then after a while, I'm like, okay, you're, you can do this, man. Yeah. You got this. Absolutely. Like, you've, you, I mean, like, I realized I had my own style. I realized I had my own. And, but if it had been there for a while, yeah. I think a lot of people, uh, even me, I got, I got really close to this point where I got to that level where I'm like, am I, is this, did, do I just get lucky? Like, yeah. how am I going to do this? And then they drop off. And they never get to where you're at or get to that level where they, okay, they've set themselves apart yeah. from the people who do that. When did you realize that you had it's, that? It's funny that you, you said what you just said, like exactly how you said it. Did I just get lucky? Like, you have no idea how many times I think to myself, did I just get lucky? Yeah. Oh. Because, so I'm growing as a, I grow as a designer every single day. I'm still growing as an artist. I study art every single morning. And every day when I contemplate a new project or when I get hate online, all these things, I think to myself, did I just get lucky? Um, but do you, to, do you actually get hate online? Ev- like every single Send day. Send me the names, I'll take care of them. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I've had a lot, former military I've had I'll a lot of people offer, offer that. But I did, I did um, and I don't want to get dark, but like I did death threats and, and daily, like daily hate. The Dang, art world is a, is a weird space. Yeah, and social real. media is a really weird space. And I'm sure we'll get into all that stuff too. But um, I think... Going back to your question, the confidence to just do whatever I want, I've always had. Mm -hmm. And that comes from, you know, probably being an athlete and and being better than most, you know. Competitive. Yeah, I I mean, I'm I'm very competitive. Like, my family won't play Monopoly with me because I'll flip the board if I'm (laughs) losing. Like, but I also know I'm probably going to beat, I'm probably going to beat you. Um, I've always been like that. So that confidence has always just been instilled. 
the confidence, I had the confidence to dive into what I wanted to do, but that doesn't mean I'm confident every day within, right. within sure. this yeah. chapter and totally, phase of my yeah. life. Because I do wake up every day terrified. I wake up every day pretty much questioning where I'm at and what I'm doing. And if I did just get lucky or not, mm -hmm. um, I put out art or I put out a, a collection or a capsule of clothing and I'm biting my nails until people actually, you know, buy it or, right, right. or react well to it. Right. Um, so to answer your question in a roundabout way, I don't think I've, I, I forced myself to be confident and I understand that, you know, that things are working and I, I let my team, I think my team is a big part of it because I'm, I have these big crazy ideas or I put out these, these, you know, skeleton men, like, you know, I put out my art and my team, they, they support it. They push it and they get excited about it. And if, if, if that was different or if my team didn't support me and everything that I, that I did or we did as a group, I think that confidence would be lost or much harder to come by. Wow. That's interesting. But when yeah. you surround yourself with four five, six, seven people that believe in it, and have dedicated their life to it as well, mm -hmm. it's impossible not to feel that confidence. Yeah. yeah. No, I, we talk about that a lot. And, and I, you know, the guys will lie, the guys, but the, the Mackenzie too, she's over here sitting on the floor. But like my team will laugh because I get, I, I get called arrogant all the time, but they see all my insecurities. So they know that that's not true. But, but if they're with me, like, I know we have this, like, yeah. I don't even think about it. Like it, yeah, whatever our team's going to handle it. And having that, that like, they are my confidence when I don't have my yeah. own. They're your, I mean, this my confidence. is cheesy, but like, they are your armor. Like, yeah, for sure. They're what 100%. protects me. I can, I take shit online. I feel it. These guys see it every single day, but then we all just get together and, and put together a space like this. And I realize I'm okay. And it's <clears throat> going so to be cool. okay. Yeah. So the confidence is an everyday battle. It, it's, it's a game with, it's a game with myself every day. But I win every day. I, and I might lose, you know, a quarter here and there, and, yeah. and I hate that I'm making all these cheesy, you know, analogies, but I win every day. That's cool. I'm still trying to figure out how to win every day. Me too. I do, I do the same thing. I, you know, you say you wake up and you think about it every morning. Like, for me, for me, it's end of day. I have this, like, it's like the, the panic hour for me, and I literally think about my future and what I'm doing now and where I want to be. And I'm the exact I'm, same way. It freaks me the hell out because I'm like – can I can I wake up tomorrow and yeah. still do this? But or is you it understand gone? how healthy that is. Like, I've, I've I didn't till till now, I'm, but I'm glad we're having this conversation. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've said this. I'll, I'll bill you for that. Okay. Late, yeah. Later, yeah. I'll pay, man. Um, I I've said this before in in podcasts and other interviews. Um, people have asked me like, okay, you have one piece of advice to young people or, or artists, and uh, this is like my piece of advice one through five. Yeah, is just is allow yourself to be terrified. So every night, and this is the, as true as it gets. Twenty nineteen was a was a very 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 hard year for the growth of my company and allowing people into into our lives that probably shouldn't have been there and, and bad partners and things like that. At the end of every night, I would mind you, my wife was very pregnant at this point in time, and and we get in bed, and I would stay up on purpose until three or four in the morning because I knew the second I fell asleep that I would wake up the next day and I'd have to go through all this shit again. Yeah. So 
the end of my days, every single day for hours and hours laying in bed was just me being terrified. Dang, yeah. And when I woke up, the, the competitive nature in me, like I, I drove that to like just surviving and getting through it. And we got through it and, yeah. and we're in a great spot now. But I was t- like every single night, I'd, I would avoid going to bed out of just pure fright. Of yeah, having already to, dealt with today, so let's extend today exactly, so they don't have to deal with tomorrow. And, yeah, so, so, and then when I when I wake up, you know, it's now easier because I have my son to kind of go through it with me. But I I allow myself about an hour because once I step out of the house, I know I can't turn off, and it's not for myself; it's for the ten people around me. I don't right. turn off for them, and I have to feel everything, and I have to carry everything, and all these things. But I allow myself about forty five minutes to an hour every morning to really just be scared and channel that the best I can. And that, may, that might seem abstract to some and that might seem, you know, that might not make sense. Once you're in the spot, like the right spot in life, I promise you it'll, it'll make, make sense. sense. Yeah, that's so good. But every morning I, I really truly allow myself, I allow myself to feel that. And then I use that energy and that momentum to, to go and win that day. Yeah. Wow. Right. That's so all right, so here's what, here's what I know is we've been talking 25 minutes, and I can't think of a better way to end sort of segment one than on that note. That's felt like a good, complete thought. Yeah. So uh, you're going to get to tune back in for episode two the next time. Of 27. Uh, yeah, two, <laughs> two of 27. His, his motto is one of one. This is actually one of 400. We, so. have, we, we have 10 hours that we <laughs> can record, <laughs> we have, so we can do this as long as we want to. Uh, so, I'll just push back the opening a day, so don't worry about it. Let's do it. Nice. Let's do it. No, because I want my hat. <laughs> We're not. 